Good evening. Welcome. So, any questions tonight? One thing I wanted to uh, address uh, further, now that it comes to my mind, your question earlier, I think I understood it a little bit better. Um, you asked about the difference um, between the Prakat Leela and the Aprakat Leela, in terms of the Prakat Leela being more linear and the Aprakat Leela being more multidimensional, um, which is um, interesting in itself, but as I understood it, thinking about it later, your question was more, how does, in the Aprakat Leela, does it not have any linear um, sequential uh, um, way in which it plays out. In other words, time is also uh, functions in the Leela, not in terms of beginnings or ends, so to speak, but for the sake of sequence in Leela. So again, just to, uh, briefly, uh, let me reiterate a little what I said earlier and then address further the particular detail of, of your uh, concern and interest. The Prakat Leela is of course, it means the manifest lila. Aprakat means unmanifest, or we can say visible or, or invisible. Hmm? And um, typically, we, we think of there's a prakat lila and there's an aprakat lila. There's a visible lila and an invisible lila. The visible lila being expressed in this in this world within within the frame of uh, so to speak of of time and space, hmm? our frame of reference although not uh, constrained by it, appearing within time and space for the purpose of taking us beyond uh, uh, time and space, where we reside anyway, hmm? in terms of being and then further becoming. This is, of course, an interesting feature of Gaudiya Vaishnavism, Gaudiya Vedanta, in that Vedanta is, for the most part, billed as being about being rather than becoming. Hmm? The idea being that... <laughs> you will, that we're in the world always trying to become hmm? what Vedanta says we are. We're trying to become pleasured, but we are a tiny unit of ananda. Hmm? Matter has no inherent uh, pleasure in it. It has no capacity, what we would say from our point of view, um, capacity for qualitative uh, experience, whether it be happiness or sadness, right? So, um, so we want to be pleasured, we want to be uh, secure, hmm? um, we want to be in the know, so we're an atomic unit of sat, of being, with the capacity for knowing and for, for loving, chit and ananda. So it's a big thing to stop trying to become and just be, if you will. Hmm? But Gaudiya Vaishnavism makes it quite a bit more complicated by adding a being, a becoming on top of the being. Hmm? That's a very interesting uh, point. Um, in other words, with the ingress of bhakti, hmm, we talked a little bit about tatasta jiva the other day. The very term tatasta, if you look at it carefully, it, it, it tells you much about uh, yourself, if you will, um, and much about the philosophy and theology of Gaudiya Vaishnavism, just in, in the word. Of course, it means literally like the line that demarks, as we know, the, the water from the beach. It's a line that you cannot really put your finger on. Hmm? The implication being that we really 
we may want to look at ourselves hmm, and understand what we are independent of the influence of the Maya Shakti and independent of the influence of the Sarup Shakti. These are the use Prabhupada's terms, the external energy and the internal energy. Hmm? So we can we can participate in that exercise. And Yuga Swami does so in, in, in Paramatma Sundara but some length. The Gita does that in the second chapter to some extent, emphasizing the sat feature of the self hmm? that can't be destroyed, can't be withered by the wind, can't be burnt by the fire, can't be moistened or drowned by the water, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's very much a hypothetical exercise because in reality as Tatastaji we're never not under the influence of the Maya Shakti or the Sarup Shakti mm-hmm. even if we were to commit what sometimes Gaudiya Vaishnava refers to as Vaishnavism refers to as spiritual suicide by merging into Brahman Brahma Sayuja the Sarup Shakti, or the Bhakti is an expression of, the essence of, in a sense, is required for entering there. Hmm? Right? Hmm? Bhakti can give Mukti, but Mukti doesn't necessarily give Bhakti. Bhakti can give Gyan, but Gyan can't give Bhakti. Hmm? So, we know that Gyan can give Bhakti. Excuse me. We know that bhakti can give gyan, <laughs> but it's it's uh, it's 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 uh, hmm. but gyan can't give bhakti. So, but without bhakti, anyway, the implication is a very uh, strong point in in Gaudiya philosophy. There's no there's no mukti without grace. You can't enter there without a visa from that side, even if you have a passport, right? Even if you are to through gyan through a Socratic exercise, uh, come to self-realization hmm? and be a Jivan Mukta from the Gyan perspective, be liberated in this body, body being just the remnant continuation, last uh, breaths of the Parabdha Karma, hmm? waiting for it to expire without plugging into it. Hmm? Uh, this is called Jivan Mukti. If you arrive at this stage, without you can, without Bhakti, but you can't enter into Brahman. You can't get Videha Mukti. So, if you come in second, it doesn't really count at all. That's <laughs> the point, right? Without without Bhakti. There's many, many, many verses. Gita is, of course, a, a, a prominent, what does Krishna say? In the Gita, he says, "Mama Maya durate amameve prapadyante Maya metam tarantite." Mama Maya durate my Maya is insurmountable unless or however, Mama Maya durate amameve prapadyante Maya metam taranti. You can taranti, you can cross over that by my grace through prapadyante, hmm? right? Surrender through bhakti, so it's possible. Hmm. Otherwise, not. That means you get a visa to enter there. You could have a passport, and you may make a big effort to get one, but without a visa, there's no going even to Brahman, right? 
which is a which is a form a face brahmeti paramatmeti bhagavaniti shabdate so it's one of the faces of bhagwan and and there are of course paths that are aimed at transcendence and particularly focused at one feature or another feature, the absolute Brahman feature, the Paramatman feature, the Bhagavan feature, Gyan Yoga and Bhakti. But without a little Bhakti in your Gyan, a little Bhakti in your Yoga, like Ishvara Pranidhan, for example, in Yoga Sutra, there's no Paramatma, there's no uh, Brahman, respectively. Hmm? What these destinations are, in one sense, if you will, are different combinations of Satchit and Ananda. Hmm? So, in Brahman, the Sat is prominent. And Chit and Ananda are also there. There's a, there's, it's kind of like loving to exist. Right now, our existence appears threatened. Then we're not loving that too much. <laughs> we're working to counteract that, right? Constantly, there's a trepidation that that, that pervades our lives, materially speaking. Hmm? We see it in animals and birds, and it's in us as well. Just to go to go someplace, we feel awkward or uncomfortable, right? So anyway, our existence is, seems to be um, threatened. Hmm? So. Jibo jivasya jivanam. Right? One living being is food for another. We've eaten, and we're going to be eaten. We've taken now, so we owe. So off to work, we go. And this is the, the, the uh, nature of the present uh, realm of our uh, uh, experience. So <clears throat> to become free from that fear. This is a huge relief. This is something like the nature of uh, entering into Brahman. A huge. It's just like, oh, you had a really hard day, and physically and mentally, and you just went to sleep and forgot about it all, and you didn't dream, and it was good. Hmm? Mental world, the physical world, for all intents and purposes, were turned off. They were no longer oppressing you, and it was peaceful. Hmm? This is something like Turiya, right? Example is given. Brahman. Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. So love, I'm loving to exist hmm, in a realm where my existence is not threatened, even if it's at the cost of my individuality, so to speak. As I said, we refer to it somewhat as a spiritual suicide, although the, the Tastajiv can't really suicide itself for all intents and purposes. It becomes unaware of its individuality in that situation. So one end of the spectrum between Bhagavan, Paramatma, and Brahman, three transcendental ideals of three different schools of transcendentalists, jnanis, yogis, bhaktas, is, in a, in a phrase, loving to exist. So the sat feature is more predominant in the, in the kind of configuration of the three ingredients, satchit, ananda. Hmm? We go to yoga and in Paramatma realization, then 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 in the chit is is more prominent. You're also existing, and there's a knowing knowing there's and there there's a, and there's another 
also. There's another, one other. The highest, of course, reach, if you will, um, of such yoga mixed with bhakti would be to attain Shantarasa. On Shantarasa, there's 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 a lower end too, but in the higher end, there's there's a there's a loving of of the of the form, like a beatific vision. There's no interest in the in the lilas, pastimes, qualities of Bhagawan, but just just observing the, hmm, uh, the form of the Godhead. Hmm. So you get to bhakti, of course, on the other end of the spectrum, and then from existing to love. Or loving to exist, now you're existing to love. Hmm? The equation is turned around. Hmm? So what's better, loving to exist or existing to love? Is a more noble idea. <laughs> yeah, and therefore Brindaban, for example, the highest reach in that um, realm where Bhagawan is the object, appears in terms of existence and knowing to be diminished. Hmm? It's not huge, palatial, uh, and, and so forth. It's it's rural with covered wagons hmm? and cows with long horns, as the Veda says, as we were studying the other day, Rig Veda, right? Hmm? And where there are cows, well, there's a lot of work to do, too. Uh, it never stops, right? It never stops. And... Um, so the existence is appears diminished. It's it's a, Brahman is all spacious everywhere, hmm? right? Now in 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 Golok, he who is everywhere is moving. What is that? How can you be everywhere and move? You're already everywhere. <laughs> so there's a special power that, that's making you move. This is bhakti. Hmm? Hmm? love driving that pursuit hmm? so the existence looks small the knowing, what's the knowing of Prabhupada? they don't know anything hmm? they don't know, the va- they're depicted like they don't know the samsara kupam, what does the gopis say? Hmm? at the end of the uh, visit to Kurukshetra in Bhagavatam what is that verse? um Anyway, they make a nice statement. We're not interested. We're not big gyanis. We don't have a lot of knowledge. You know, we're not yogis. We can't concentrate our minds and so forth. We are samsara kupam, just in the well of samsara, and we want you to be here with us. That's how, where we're at. Hmm? And uh, he appears to agree in as much as Goloka looks like samsara. They say in Buddhism, samsara is nirvana. Well, we we, we got to... Okay, we can go with that. You know, looks like it anyway. Hmm? Looks very worldly. Everyone's very attached to their place, their animals, their one another. When Krishna showed the inhabitants of Braj what they would, where they would be in their next life, hmm? after the uh, after Krishna saved Nanda Maharaj, right, from Varuna, and saw that he had some powers, and, and so they asked, "Well, what do we think we'll be in our next life?" And then he showed them, "So your animals will be there. You'll be there." Everything, everything's same. He says, oh, very good. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> so, the the place in terms of existence, you know, let's say, Brahman is all spacious. Vaikuntha then starts to look smaller because it's local. It has planets, right? I mean, we're just 
using words to talk about something that's beyond language. But now there's planets, there's different ones. So kind of like from everywhere, it's becoming localized. It looks like it's becoming smaller. Then you go to Goloka, to Brudge, and it's even even smaller. It's just a little village. It's got a measurement of how many crochets or of course, it's an offense to think that it actually is limited to a geographical area, but in the context of Leela and Baba, it has a geographical area and certain limits. Hmm? But what's really happening, of course, is it's getting bigger the further you go from Brahman because space, if you will, is as big as it is accommodating. So let's say we put you in a big space where you cannot, it's used to all flat, a big desert. You can, you just, all you can see is the mirage at the horizon's edge. It can be a pretty unaccommodating place. If we put somebody else there with you, it could be a million times better. <laughs> Even if you had to share some of it with her, right? You have to give up certain, 50% you have to give up. Hmm? But it's so much more accommodating. Hmm? So the idea, of course, is as we go from Brahman to Vaikuntha, it's becoming more affectionate. Hmm? You're coming you're coming in touch with the face of Bhagawan, of, of the Absolute, hmm? that we can look at hmm? and love in that sense. Hmm? To just love the, the, the form of the God. And then, of course, we go to Goloka, it becomes even smaller in the Brudge, in the center of the world, of the Lotus of Golok. It's even smaller, rural place. It's like, it's not even hardly on the map. There's no, the GPS doesn't go there. You know, it's like, it's just a way out there. There's no, there's no, they don't have um, Wi-Fi there. <laughs> so, when some sage comes, it's a big deal. You know, they're all, they're not like, hey, we're some, we're the Ragbhaktas. You know, they're, they're very humble, hmm, appreciating, and so forth. So the existence is 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 more affectionate there. Therefore, it's more spacious. It's more accommodating, hmm? far more accommodating than Brahman. Hmm? And there, he who is everywhere is moving, hmm? and that's what it's really all about. What the Bhagavatam is all about really about is that Krishna is moving hmm? and by what influence that's what the Bhagavatam is about so I said the other day the Bhagavatam is not about how strong Krishna is it's about how weak Krishna is that is Gaudiya Vaishnavism hmm? in other words it is about the prame that makes him that way that makes him such that he can be tied up by his mother hmm? in showing off his prowess, his heroism and, and, and strength in lifting the hill to his friends, they think, you know, you need some help, pal. And they put their sticks up. And in the face of such extraordinary Aishvarya, their preem is not at all affected. It's driving the whole thing. So what the Bhagavatam is about is how weak Krishna is, which means it's about love of Krishna. Hmm. This power, praying, this is our ideal. Other Paranas also list list the leaders in chronological order, give some names and that, but it's not Nigam Kopturo Galitam Falam. 
Sukumukadamatadrabasam, Pibata Bhagavatam, Rasam Malayam, Hurho, Rasikabuhi Baba. It's not Galitam Falam. It's not the ripe fruit that's Galitam, that's already fallen from the tree, that you don't even have to climb up in it, from which you might fall trying to get a tree, trying to get a fruit. No, you can't fall in bhakti. Chaktvas, what is it? What does Narada say? Try for it. What if I'm immature and I don't don't fall? No, you pick up where you left off. You may fall, then you get up from where you are and go forward. Because it's from the Nirgun. Yogyan, yes, they're transcendental pests, but they're governed by Sattvaguna, to speak of karma, Mark. It's governed by Rajaguna. So these have no efficacy in and of themselves to afford us standing in transcendence. Hmm? But bhakti is nirguna. Hmm? So, neha vikramana asusti pratyavaya nividite svalpam apiyasya dharma sitrayate matovayat. It's a game there. This is uh, permanent, right? Hmm? So, we need bhakti to go to any of these realms and, uh, and our idea, of course, is, is, is a particular type of of, of bhakti, and we want to enter into that aprakat, invisible leela, that makes itself manifest here like a trailer to the movie of the ongoing leela to attract us to really paritranaya sadhadam. He comes for those sadhakas who cannot bear his separation and whose separation he can no longer bear. He comes in one sense for the, to manifest his leela in this world and pick them up and then we, we are the a byproduct of that we hear about that and uh, it's extended uh, its influence to us to one extent or another so the aprakat leela the prakat leela the visible leela is a is like a trailer to the movie so it it's it moves in it like in when in rome do as the romans so it appears that krishna's born hmm? He passes through his childhood, enters into Poganda, childhood is gone. Hmm? He doesn't fall in love with the gopis until the middle of his Poganda, where adolescent sensibilities start to manifest, in Purvarag, hmm? Bayasandi. Hmm? Uh, same with them. Before they before they reach puberty in the Prakat Lila, they're they're not expressing these those sentiments are there. They are they have anadisiddha samskars. Hmm? Anadisiddha samskars. So tendencies hmm, for loving Bhagawan that are perfect and have no beginning. Hmm? We have anadi other kind of samskars. Hmm? Right? So, as I was saying, the Tathasta Jiva has a nature. It's true. We can try to separate it from the influence of Maya Shakti or the Sarup Shakti, and look at it like the Gita does a little bit in the second chapter, as Jiva Goswami does in Paramatma Sandarbha. Hmm? But what we learn, if we pay close attention about the Jiva, is that it has a nature. It is of a nature that lends itself to nurture. Hmm? That what's, that's what Tatasta means. It lends itself to nurture. And we are always under the influence of that nurture. From either the Maya Shakti side, or the bhakti side, or you could say, well, what about entering into Brahma Sauja? 
That's how we got there. Hmm? Yes, you need bhakti to do that. Hmm? And we consider it, well, kind of a spiritual suicide. Right? It's the Gaudiya term. Hmm? So it's kind of an academic exercise, is my point, to try to analyze what is the jiva independent of the influence of the Maya Shakti and the Srupa Shakti. All we can say about it in one sense is that, well, it has a tendency to be nurtured by one or the other. You understand? By the influence of Maya Shakti, it's kind of malnourished. What happens is it gets a body, personality, hmm? and of course, karma's an adi, the world's an adi, world cycles. There's no beginning to the world cycles. This is this is just 101 Hinduism, right? Cyclical time, not linear time, and so forth. And it's and what is the world? What are the world cycles compared to? The breathing of Vishnu. So Vishnu is an Adi. So is his breath, right? Right. Obviously. So for there to be a world, material world, and this is the jurisdiction of the of the Paramatma. Paramatma means. Shiradaksha Vishnu, Garbhadaksha Vishnu, Karnadaksha Vishnu. Now we're talking about Karnadaksha, Mahavishnu. So he he wants to become many, hmm? out of the fullness of himself, not of any out of any need, but just out of fullness and a celebratory kind of movement. Lokabhattu, Lilakai Valyam, the one becomes many. Hmm? But his his area of jurisdiction is the Maya Shakti. And it becomes problematic for the many because they're small. So the avatars hmm, manifest the Veda and so forth. And 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 the God head tastes compassion. Without a world and those in need of compassion, then how can Bhagavan experience it? So something like this, the idea. Hmm? So if you have a, if the worlds have no beginning, then obviously karma has no beginning either. <laughs> and some things don't fit between the ears, and those things are what shastra is for to tell us about the things that don't fit between the ears. We're not supposed to twist the shastra so it only fits between the ears. Hmm? Wait a minute, it has to have a beginning. If it doesn't have a beginning, I think there's the world has no there's no meaning of the material world without karma right there's no beginning to the world cycles anyway so you know these points hmm? uh, so the the implication of course in terms of what we're talking about is that the tasta jiva is always under the influence that means the tasta of a nourishing environment the maya, maya shakti's environment the srup shakti that bhakti is constituted of is an environment Srupa Shakti is driving, the internal energy is driving the whole spiritual world, right? All the leelas of Bhagavan are driven by the Srupa Shakti. And here, Maya Shakti. So, by good association, then, with through, through for example, through Guru Parampara, with that, those Anadi Samsar, Anadi Samskar, um, Ragatmikas, let's say, hmm? who have that inborn tendency only to serve a different kind of soul. We talked about this the other day, why there are different types of souls. 
theologically speaking, with a necessity for that. So that comes to us, right? Bhakti comes to the, to the world. And, and then what does it do first? It starts to do away with the, the, the anadi karma samskars that we have. They're not siddha. They're not perfect tendencies. They're not really working in our interest in terms of our being able to, by them, experience the, all that we could be, so to speak. So remove the, the, those samskars in the context of replacing them. Just like if you want to redecorate your house, you hire an interior decorator, and she comes in and says, throw this out, take that out, get rid of this carpet. And you say, I thought you were going to decorate my house. I am. First, got to get rid of all the junk. So Bhakti is generous and powerful. She goes in, removes chetu darpanamarjanam, right? Hmm? In the context of removing, she's preparing the ground for decorating everything at the same time. Hmm? But the beginning, it will feel a little uncomfortable. I thought well, I like well, I liked that rug. <laughs> I liked that drawing. I had to let go of that one. Everything must go. <laughs> All right. Oh. And then, as it, as the room is cleaned, then you just begin to just just begin to see yourself even as a tathagatajiv. It's like Krishna's Krishna Nam is sometimes compared to. Um, uh, uh, a sweeper. Said Krishna, in the form of his name, entered the heart, and he takes up the job of, of being a sweeper. Right. So he sets up shop. He's selling. He's selling brooms, really. And meanwhile, in our heart, we have all these mega corporations with with all kinds of sophisticated propaganda for capturing our attention. Do this, be this, you could have that. Walk your own path, you know. <laughs> be an individual <laughs> and pay for it, you know. And, and, and so there we are just, and then some guy's going to set up a shop to sell brooms, you know, like, what? You know, how's he going to, you know, magic brooms for sale, right? <laughs> right here. <laughs> Come and get it. <laughs> so you just try to be nice to the guy. It's all right, I'll take a broom, you know. <laughs> Something like that, but then little sweeping, hmm? just just little move move the dust in, in the context of bhakti, and just the glow of the self, the atmanam, just the ananda of the of the atma, hmm? has the power to put out all the unplug all the whole corporate world, right? Drown them out, hmm? outshine them entirely. Hmm? So we get a little encouragement. We have a These are magic brooms. This is Harinam is a magic. Very humbly, the point is, Krishna comes, and we are very proud, very self-centered. He is the center of everything, and he who is the center of everything comes into our hearts, who think we are the center of everything. I mean, we are so confused about that, and of course, we all think that implicitly or explicitly. And, and and we're and we're trying to have peace and get along. I mean, there's a pretty good reason why it's not working, right? Too many centers. You can have uh, as many participants as you want, as long as you have the same center, right? Yoga idea is the, the jnana idea is to clear the heart, chitta vritti nirodha, of all the samskars, all the all the brittis, all the vasanas. 
make the make the chitta placid like a like a beautiful lake peaceful just still hmm? right material life's like some kids come and start throwing stones in it oh, he spoiled the whole thing bhakti on the other hand as i said it's not just a being but it's a becoming right so they we throw stones in the pond too how many one two three four five six seven hundred and eight they're all in the same place so then you get this what is what is what is peaceful becomes beautiful also hmm? concentric circles it doesn't contradict the peace hmm? it's 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 this is this is the 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 bade that doesn't disturb the obeyed hmm? here the difference disturbs the unity hmm? right you're seeing it from your vantage point i'm seeing it from mine and we might agree to some extent okay i'll see it your way to this extent you'll see it my way to this extent there's maybe we have peace something like this for a little while but hmm? But the difference, because it's illusory, what does Krishna say in the Gita? Hmm, about tolerance, Tam right? He says, it is hot, cold, happiness, distress. And so these dualities are all a product of the mind. And the sense is a particular reading of the world. It's just not accurate. Because for you it's hot, for me it's cold. So which is it? Neither one, right? So the difference is compromising the unity. But in but in bhakti, the difference is beautifying the unity. Hmm? It's making it's ornamenting it. Hmm? That's a becoming on top of the being. Stop trying to become what you are, hmm? because you are a unit of satchitananda. Stop trying to be pleasured, to be secure, build a fence, hmm? to know. You are you are the knower. You are a unit of, of, of enduring existence, and uh, you are you are you are the, the the object of love in the world. The atma is. Hmm? Matter has no no capacity to love. So be stop trying to become. But now with the ingress of bhakti, there's a transcendental becoming on top of the being. So now that the tastajiv is moved away from the malnourishment of the maya shakti and is sufficiently nourished by the sarup shakti that bhakti is constituted of that ingress into into in, into his or her life then makes for a transcendental uh, becoming therefore prame what we were hearing this morning it's it's full and what else ever expanding ever increasing hmm? so there's a it, so there's a being on top of becoming, I should say, on top of the being, it's it's kind of a um, who's that uh, white white Hadian, you know, kind of perspective, philosophically speaking or theologically speaking. Well, who was his close um, student? Um, Whitehead, Alfred North Whitehead. You know who I'm talking about, right? Um, I forget his name. Anyway, uh, but. The posit the idea of a godhead who's always becoming he, he's he, he kind of dynamic of course they this is called process theology but they look at it in terms of in relation to this world we're looking at it in that world 
Krishna's becoming. I mean, what could be a better example than Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? Hmm? The, the highest point of the Where do we find Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in Srimad Bhagavatam? It's our main book. He must be in there, right? Yeah. Well, we we could we could we could. That's of course the right answer. We could we we could. We could cite, you know, Krishna Varnam, Tvisakushnam, Sangopangastapart. There he is. But that verse can be interpreted a different way. Hmm. Okay, we go Jiva Goswami made the academic exercise and show and when you hear it you think, Yeah, that makes perfect sense. But it could be interpreted grammatically otherwise, right? But when you go to the the zenith, the apex, the high point of the Bhagavatam, which is of course in the Rasalila, what's the high point of the Rasalila? that Krishna has disappeared even from Radha and the gopis and Radha gather together along the bank of the June and what do they do? They do kirtan and Krishna sheepishly returns to the scene and peeks his head out from around the tamal tree hmm? and then conversation discusses ensues what's the nature of love at which time he says your love exceeds my capacity to res- respond in kind. Hmm? Apareham, uh, what is it? Hmm? And what's happening there? This is the high point of the Bhagavatam. Krishna is bowing to the love of Radha and saying, I'm Rasaraj. Okay. I'm the king of love. And I'm now in an existential crisis because I'm realizing that you experience more in rasa than I'm experiencing. What will the yogis say? Oh my God, the whole religious world is going to be turned upside down. Hmm? And my head is spinning as well. What is it about her? The whole world worships me, but but what she does to me, nobody knows. And I don't understand it. Radhikar Amishishu Guru Nata. Radhikar Premera Ummata. I am the Shisha, and Radha is the is the guru in a school of dancing, and, she, and I'm like a puppet. Hmm? She's making me dance. Her her praying drives me mad. Hmm? That's why I say Bhagavatam is not about how strong Krishna is; it's about how weak Krishna is, <laughs> and that's when you get him when he's down. Hmm? <laughs> that's the entry point there. Hmm? Right? Yeah. So. <laughs> Has its advantages. <laughs> so there he is, right, in, in, in crisis. But he's smart too, of course. He's very clever, supandita, right? And so he thinks about it and gets a little introspective, and and um, and he realizes that there's something. What it is in her that does what it does to him is something that she sees in him. So it's in him. She's experiencing it, and her experience of it, of it is doing something to him. She's experiencing something in himself that she has a capacity to experience that he doesn't. Hmm? So he says, it's, it's in me. I am God. I thought I was God. All the scriptures say that. You know. So, okay, I got that clear. Hmm? Um, still, hmm? The kind of God I am is that I thirst for for Asa. So I'm driven by this. 
This is what drives me. So there's something in me that makes her the way she is, that makes that drives me mad, and now I, I I'm driven to to experience it. So there he pays his respects, and there he says, I, "Once in the day of Brahma, I will appear in the world." Hmm? As a sadhu, this is more or less what he says, as a sadhu, and I'll make devotees for you. This way I'll try to make up for the fact that I can't reciprocate in kind, as I've said I could. You've exhausted my capacity to to reciprocate, so therefore I'm at your your service. So point being what? Where is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in the Bhagavatam? This is where he is. The verse doesn't say, and his name is Chaitanya, hmm? and he has a golden form, and he's the Yuga Avatar. But the Goswamis have analyzed the psychology of Krishna, and there they found, oh, there must be a Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. There must be an extension of Krishna Leela, an encore extension of the Krishna Leela that resolves the problems of Krishna Leela. Krishna Leela is a problem in that Krishna finds that the full measure of rasa is not within his grasp. So he needs to extend the leela. And of course, Gore leela has to be Krishna leela. Gore cannot be an avatar of Krishna because only Krishna has prema madhurya, leela madhurya. No other avatars. Vraha is not interested in prema madhurya. What does Radha think? It's not on Shringadev's mind. Right? It's not on Korma's mind. Hmm? These are one of the f- two of the four qualities, of course, of Krishna that Krishna has, and no other avatar, even Narayan, has. Lila Madhurya, Prema Madhurya, and of course, Venu Madhurya and Rupa Madhurya. So, sweet Lila's, hmm? sweet Prem. It ultimately means Radha's Prem. Hmm? So, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was obviously, if we if we consider him divine. Uh, an avatar, well, he's interested in Krishna, only interested in Radha's Prem, so he must be Krishna. No other avatar is going to be interested, doesn't have those. So it's, this is this is amazing. It's Krishna, in, in, in like in a reverse jacket, right? Everything's reversed around. Hmm? It's black sleeves and gold cuffs. Now it's gold s- sleeves and, and black cuffs. And you're trying to figure out, Chaitanya Leela, it's Krishna. Look at it like, yeah, it's matching up here. So point anyways, Deep, 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 deep within the Bhagavatam, there we find Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? And go deep within Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Leela, what do you find? You find yourself in the back in the Bhagavatam. Hmm? Going round and round and round. Hmm? Right. So, at any rate, hmm? um, as the Tathastajeev, under the influence of the Sarup Shakti, and a particular dispensation from that side, hmm? We have the prospect of a transcendental becoming hmm? that is something that the God himself is involved in. Hmm? Krishna is becoming Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Looked at, you know, the, from a broader perspective. And what is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu doing? He's becoming Radha. The last, very, what is the very end of Chaitanya Charitamrita? The very end. What happens? Krishna Das says, and these words were spoken by Radha herself. Haribol! Yaslishava padaratam banashtumam adarshana 
Namatam Karotu Bhai Dhatatavavridatulampato Matpranatastu Sevanapara. And I rest, he says. It's to, he did it. He did it. He stepped into her shoes, into her body, and now her words are coming out of his mouth. Mahaprabhu Krishna has become entered into Radhabhav. This is all about this beautiful ending to the book. Haribo. He, he, he did it. He did it. Hmm? So he's becoming. Hmm? Right. So Krishna's becoming. I mean, so it's a, it's a, it's a, this is a, a, a dynamic rather than a static idea of transcendence. Even the static idea of transcendence makes our short-circuited world <laughs> right peaceful. If you're short-circuiting, make it make it peaceful. You know, turn turn the thing off. Right. But now we're turning it on. Right. And on and on and on. Right. So that prakat lila is going. Oh, aprakat lila is going. Like so many movies, like a, like if you go, I gave the example, right? You go on a, on a big airplane, nowadays they have, in the back of the seat, they have a movie screen, and then you can, you know, like, a, you know, 100 movies or something. like. They're all playing at once, so you can go to that Prakash, or that Prakash, that channel, that channel, and it's all playing. So in the uppercut, the unmanifest, the invisible, right, all these leelas are playing out, hmm? like, in, like in different doors. They're called Prakash. So they're all playing out. Even the Poganda Leelas, even the Kumar Leelas. This is a philosophical point. That, that, that Whatever is in the Prakat Leela is in the Aprakat. So there, there's so many Prakashas. So it's like multidimensional. Here the Leela is proceeding kind of in a linear way. Right? When in Rome, do as the Romans. So it looks like it just begins, it goes to an end, and folds up. And so but meanwhile, there in Golok, every every the birth is there, and you can stay tuned into that channel forever. Hmm? Right? You can live in one one pastime forever. So there are different sampradayas for for going there, like. Nibark Sampradaya. They just want to stay in Sakibhav. There's no Vatsalyabhav going on. There's no there's no there's no Sakyabhav, no what did I say, Vatsalya, no, no, they're just Saki and Krishna. Hmm? Just one prakash and they're living in it forever. It doesn't sound appealing to us, because we are Gaudiya people. We have a different idea, right? Hmm? So you can live in just one prakash. It's possible. Your question is that if the apricot leela is like multidimensional compared to like the line, more linear in its appearance of the prakat leela, hmm? like in the prakat leela, we're waiting for the gopis to become mature enough and Krishna to be mature enough, mature enough for there to be the manifestation of Radhakund and Shamakund. It gets all in place. The prakat leela, you're going through that. What's happening? Okay, uh, with the Govardhan leela. Okay, now there's Govinda Kund. Good. Now there could be Don Kali Leela because they're carrying those pots on their head, the, the, the gopis. And Krishna's going to tax them and they're on their way to Govinda Kund for a, for a yagya, right? Krishna's going to tax them and uh, Don, Don Kali Komodi, Don Kali Chintamani, uh, two of the renderings of that Leela in our Sampradaya by Rupa and Raghunath, respectively. 
Then, then you go further on, of course, in, just giving some examples. Aristasura is killed, and what happens? Radhakund is manifest, Shamgun is manifest. So before Krishna leaves for Mathura in the Prakat Leela, all the different Leela Stalis hmm, are manifesting in the Braj. So it, it's, it's, it's complete, but it's happening you know, in a linear way. This is, it's not there all at once. In the uppercut, it's there all at once. Now, for us as Gaudias, our experience will be we'll enter into a setting in which the brudge is all in place and Krishna doesn't go to Mathura. Hmm? So he's already a Kishore, right? He's a Kishore. In his Kishore Leela, the excellences of his Kumar Leela and the excellences of his Poganda Leela are present in the Kishore a form along with other excellences so it's 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 suitable for all types of uh, bhaktas i mean when mother yasoda sees him as a kishore she will she'll see those kumar excellences and think of him in in light of that right hmm? just like a mother's you know man becomes president and and she says oh son <laughs> Yeah, she just sees it. And that's a separate thing, you know. He'll get the president, but he's my son. This is the main thing. Hmm. So she'll see like that. And that, that given that the, the Kumar age is an Udipana for Vatsalya Rasa. Hmm. The beauty of Sankhya Rasa, of course, is that Kumar, Sesh Kumar, the end of the Kumar Leela, the entirety of the Poganda Leela, and the entirety of the Kishore Leela are all. Uh, Udipanas um, for Sakiras because Krishna becomes a calf holder, calf herder, at the right, at the end of his Kumar, Sesh Kumar, the last part, hmm? and then in his Proganda sensibilities, boyhood sensibilities, in the middle of that, his uh, adolescence starts to show up even before his Kishore, and then he enters into Kishore Leela, and of course. Some of his friends are fully participant in his, in his in his romantic life, and we were hearing about that this this, this morning. So, the window, the prakash, so to speak, that we will enter into is the setting is there. Hmm? So Krishna's not going to take birth hmm? in that aprakat leela. He's not going to grow up. He's he's but but those features, right? For example, of his form, or president of Kishore, and then he's forever performing pastimes as if Prindavan's all set up. There's no going to Mathura and just so every day herding, meeting with gopis, so on and so forth. And uh, and there's the there's the basic pattern, right? This is the basic setting, and then every day something different, something new, new leelas, new people entering, like you too. Hmm? That help? Yeah, that's the, that's the idea, and of course there's the two forms: there's the prakat and the aprakat, and then there's there's kind of a softer forms of the aprakat too, because <laughs> because in braj, when Krishna's leela is not manifest, it's also invisibly there. It's different than Golok, so you can experience it meditatively. It's described in the Puranas if you have the right vision. If you go to Brahmakund, you'll see the Ashok tree is always blossoming there. Hmm? Every fortnight, there are lights shining on the top of Govardhan Hill. 
Huh? You got the other vision to see it. So it means there's an invisible leela in a soft form, so to speak, going on, always in brudged. But Gopakumar experienced that. Hmm? And his student, Jana Sharma, Brihat Bhagavatamrita. Hmm? And then there's an extended soft form where you're not living in Braj physically, but you're living in Braj right here, hmm? mentally. Hmm? And you can experience the leelas of Krishna. Hmm? These are softer forms of the uppercut, but the more typical way it's done, there's the, there's the visible, vis, visible manifest on earth and the invisible, right? And of course, those in the those entering into the prakat leela, taking birth there, they're trying to go to the aprakat leela. But in the aprakat leela, we find, for example, in Jiva Goswami's Gopal Champu, they're all preoccupied with the prakat leela, remembering it fondly and the excellences of that and so forth. So, a little bit more detailed answer to your question, with a few tangents as well. Anything else on along those lines? Yeah. So, so they're experiencing though in the uppercut through narration in the morning, if they're so fortunate as to hear the bards, they're yeah. able to go into the chronological leela through their narration. Yeah. Gopal Champu. Yeah, in Gopal Champu. Yeah. So they're sitting there, entering into the the linear. Yeah. The linear. Well, you know, what Jiva Goswami's done there is, is by poetic device, he, he's, he's, in one sense, he's making the point that this, from the vantage point of the Aprakat Leela, the Prakat Leela is very attractive. Hmm? And from his vantage point, there's Parakya there, and not in the Aprakat. But we won't go into that. That's a whole other <laughs> theological discussion. What else? What's the time? 7.31. All right. Well, okay. Briefly, maybe. If I understood you correctly, yeah. you were saying that... Um, I'm a little hard to follow sometimes. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, I, I, it's I, hard I, for me, too. <laughs> I lose my place sometimes. Out of gratitude, um, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is, is making devotees for Srimati Radharani. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. Is that coming from you directly, or is that there's some Shastric reference? Not that I'm saying it's anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I thought that was so cool. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's in the Bhagavatam. Hmm? There, the, as I said, Krishna appears again, and then the gopis ask, what kind of lover are you? Hmm? And they cite a few different types, and... and uh, or he he, he he explains there are different types of lovers and so forth and and uh, ultimately he says they say well you know you disappeared we we came here we gave everything ourselves and then you disappear what kind of lover are you and he says the reason that I disappeared was because because separation makes the heart grow fonder so I wanted to see your love in that condition and seeing it I find myself indebted to it. The nature of that love, he said, is it's it's sadhuness. It's it's like it's saintly love. Hmm? So there's no expectation of return there. Hmm? And even if the sadhu is abused, he still gives his love and so forth. So you have that kind of love. So if you look at the language very carefully, take the help of Sanatana Goswami's uh, 
commenting on it in Brihad Bhagavatamrita and other commentaries, then um, that's what they're saying. In other words, it says, if in a life of Brahma I could not repay you, hmm, even if I had a life of Brahma, I could not repay you for your sadhuness. I have to bow to your saintliness and become a servant of that hmm, in an effort to try to make up for my shortcoming. And of course, we know what happens is, well, he takes birth as a sadhu, hmm, and 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 the main line of his teaching is is he's pursuing Gopi Bhav, and so that's overflowing to the people. Hmm, do you understand? So it's 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 an explanation of that that verse. Hmm. Uh, so if you uh, you can uh, read a commentary, be it Bhagavatamrita and Sanatana Goswami's Vaishnav Toshani and and so forth um, to get get the idea. So the, the, their sadhuness, he has he 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 becomes a sadhu. Hmm? And when it, and how often? Once in the day of Brahma, he says. I could not pay you even in the day of Brahma. So the implication, but I'm going to try. <laughs> so once in the day of Brahma, I'm going to get it together and try and try to do that again and again, and I will become a sadhu. Hmm? And uh, I have to be. I'm defeated, so I have to become your disciple, basically, right? Hmm? And uh, serve you and make devotees for you, something like that. Shriman Mahaprabhu. Oh, the